number 240523, a rendering of each of seven episodes. Episode 1, A Year with the Church Fathers. Keep silent until the right moment. St. Ambrose, one of the great thinkers in Christian history, weighed his words carefully. When we run the risk of being judged by our words, he says, silence is better than speaking. Now what should we learn before everything else? To be silent so that we may be able to speak. Otherwise my voice may condemn me before that of another acquits me. For it is written, by your words you will be condemned. Matthew chapter 12 verse 37. Why should you risk to risk condemnation by speaking then? when you can be safer by keeping silent. How many have I seen to fall into sin by speaking, but scarcely one by keeping silent? And so it's more difficult to know how to keep silent than how to speak. I know that most people speak because they do not know how to keep silent. (laughs) It is seldom that anyone is silent even when speaking profits him nothing. Whoever knows how to keep silent, then, is wise. Finally, the wisdom of God said, The Lord God has given me the tongue of those who are taught, that I may know when it is good to speak. Isaiah chapter 50, verse 4. We are right to call someone wise, then, who has received from the Lord the power to know when he ought to speak. Thus the scripture says, Well, a wise man will be silent until the right moment. Syriac, chapter 20, verse 7. St. Ambrose on the duties of the clergy, 1.1. In God's presence, consider, do I talk too much? Even if I don't think I talk too much, are there times when I might grasp the opportunity to be silent? Closing prayer. Lord, teach me to find you in silence so that I may not be condemned by the words of my mouth. Episode number two, Through the Year with Thomas Merton. Between you and me, I have what you have not. I am what you are not. I have taken what you have failed to take, and I have seized what you could never get. Therefore, you suffer, and I am happy. You are despised, and I am praised. You die, and I live. You are nothing, and I am something, because you are nothing. And thus I spend my life admiring the distance between you and me. At times, this even helps me forget the other men who have what I have not, and who have taken what I was too slow to take, and who have seized what was beyond my reach, who are praised as I cannot be praised, and who live on my death new seeds of contemplation. Episode number three, Magnificat, May 2023, volume 25, number three. Item number one, a reading from the gospel according to John. Chapter 17, verses one through 11. Jesus raised his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Give glory to your Son, so that your Son may glorify you, just as you gave him authority over all people, so that your Son may give eternal life to all you gave him. Now this is eternal life, that they should know you, the only true God, and the one whom you sent, Jesus Christ. 
I glorified you on earth by accompanying the work that you gave me to do. Now glorify me, Father, with you, with the glory that I had with you before the world began. I revealed your name to those whom you gave me out of the world. They belong to you, and you gave them to me, and they have kept your word. Now they know that everything you gave me is from you, because the words you gave to me I have given to them, and they accepted them and truly understood that I came from you, and they have you believed that you sent me. I pray for them. I do not pray for the world, but for the ones you have given me, because they are yours, and everything of mine is yours, and everything of yours is mine, and I have been glorified in them. And now I will no longer be in the world, but they are in the world, while I am coming to you. The Gospel of the Lord. The Meditation of the Day, item number two, the ones you have given me. It was and is the intention of our Lord that the apostles and the Catholic Church that was to be founded upon them were to be separated from the world. He willed and petitioned that they should be sanctified by God. They are his in a sense that the world is not. They are sent by him into the world as he had been sent by the Father. The intention is the same. Their work is his work the sanctification of men. For that purpose he begs God to keep them from evil. Christ our Lord willed for those who are his, a partaking of his own glory. He willed that they should be joined to him in the unity of faith and of a faith that is consummated and perfected in charity. Those who are his are those who are joined in the dis disciplined unity of the Catholic Church. And the unity of that church is the unity of charity itself, likened to and modeled after the unity of the nature of God. As Christ prayed for us then, and as he continues his prayer for us in heaven, he causes the good that he asks God to give us. But the prayer of Christ is something that cannot be taken apart from his sacrifice. The sacrifice of Christ summed up and manifested the prayer of Christ and his devotion to his Father. The sacrifice of the cross was satisfactory for the sin that man had committed against God. It was meritorious of the life of grace and charity for men. It was redemptive of man from sin. The fact of the matter is, then, that there is no favor that is conceded to any man that was not procured by the prayer of Christ. Among these favors are some for which we ourselves pray. We are to pray for these favors in the name of Christ. We are to ask God to give them to us insofar as we are joined with Christ. This union is not in any merely invisible or hazy gathering of men of good will. It is a union within the definitive organization and organism of the church itself. It is a disciplined union in faith and in the sacraments, a union that is perfected in divine charity. The practical point is that the force of our prayer is the power of the prayer of Christ himself. The things for which we ask as conducive to our salvation are the very things for which he has asked God. Our intention is the intention of Christ and our victory is his. Episode number four, 
God's Little Instruction Book, number one, two, and three by Honor Books. Golden Nugget number one is inspired by Matthew chapter 12, verse 33. People may doubt what you say, but they will always believe what you do. The tree is known and recognized and judged by its fruit. Golden Nugget number two, inspired by 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 25. A professional is someone who can do his best work when he doesn't feel like it. To win the contest, you must deny yourselves many things that would keep you from doing your best. Golden Nugget number three, inspired by Psalm chapter 46, verse 10. For peace of mind, resign as general manager of the universe. Cease striving and know that I am God. Episode number five, Chesterson, day by day. I, for one, should be sincerely glad if we could have a national celebration remembering our real achievements and reminding ourselves of our real work in the world. Only for any such national consideration, I suggest two conditions. First, that our national celebration be invented by a nation and not by another nation. And secondly, that it should be enforced by the people on the newspaper proprietors and not by the newspaper proprietors on the people. Illustrated London News. Episode number six, A Reflection. The Apostle Paul said... Unto the pure all things are pure. Titus chapter 1 verse 15. The food of man cannot be called impure in itself, although some food can evoke impure thoughts and desires in man. The wonderful St. Simeon, the stylite, pondered on this in a conversation with his elder, John. John the elder said, Man cannot make food and drink impure. For the Lord says in Scripture, Even as the green herb have I given you all things. Genesis chapter 9 verse 3. To this blessed Simeon responded, Although man cannot make food and drink impure, nevertheless they can give birth to impure thoughts and darken the mind. They that give root to and fatten the passions, transforming a spiritual man into a carnal man, and nailing his thoughts to earthly desires. Is not the water that falls from the clouds clean? But when too much rain falls, the crops rot because of it. Likewise, strong foods provoke the corruption of the spiritual and moral being of man. Episode number seven, a quotation from St. Augustine. If two friends ask you to judge a dispute, Don't accept, because you will lose one friend. But on the other hand, if two strangers come with the same request, accept, because you will gain one friend.